listening to the Faithology Podcast with John Barrett, where you'll hear great ideas, interviews, and inspiration to help maximize your spiritual growth. Hey guys, I am John Barrett, and I am so excited that you are listening to the Faithology Podcast. This is episode number one, and it is going to be incredible. Listen, Faithology is all about raising your faith, getting ideas, interviews, and inspiration so that your faith can go to a whole new level for God. Because here's what happens. When your faith increases, your opportunities increase. When your faith increases, your ability to do great things for God increases dramatically because faith is the currency of heaven. It's how God operates. And when our faith meets his plans, there is something powerful that happens. And that's what this podcast is all about. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We are going to have some great insights, some great inspiration, some great ideas. We're also going to do some great interviews in the future. I got my wife that's going to be on the show, Aaron, and all kinds of friends and people that I've come in contact with over the years that are going to be able to add value to you in your journey, in your faith walk. And so this is going to be a great podcast. I'm so glad you're tuning in, you're listening in. Today, guys, I want to talk about this. I want to talk about ideas. Because here's what I've found is that you are only one idea away from a major breakthrough in your life. Did you get that? You are just one idea away from a major breakthrough in your life. All it takes is for one idea to plop in your mind, in your spirit, in your heart, and all of a sudden your whole destiny, your whole future can change through one idea. That's how God works. He drops an idea in our heart. He drops an idea in our spirit. And because of that, it becomes the catalyst that launches us into the next season of our life. Everything starts with an idea. Think about it. Everything in life started with an idea. Whether you're listening to this in a car or you're listening at work or at home or maybe you're on the treadmill or something and you're tuning into this, listen, everything started with an idea. That car that you're driving maybe right now, that started with someone having an idea on transportation to build an automobile. The desk you're sitting at, somebody had an idea to build a surface that you could put papers on and maybe even a computer on and you could put pen and paper to to your hand and get going and begin to work. The chair that you're sitting in was came up with an idea that somebody had to get some rest and relaxation and kind of kick back instead of standing all the time. So you get the point. Everything started with an idea. It's incredible. And ideas literally can become the catalyst for a life-altering future. One idea away from a major breakthrough. You may be facing situations in your life right now. Maybe it's something going on personally that you're facing some struggles. Maybe it's something going on relationally with people around you, maybe a spouse or your kids or maybe coworkers. Maybe you're facing a business opportunity or things going on at your work or whatever the case. I know this, that one idea can change everything. No matter what you're facing right now, you get the right idea from God and everything can change for your future. You know, I love what Oliver Wendell Holmes said. He said, one's mind, once stretched by a new idea, never regains its original dimensions. 
Now think about that for a minute. Once your mind is stretched by a new idea, it can never go back to not knowing that, right? It's kind of like the ignorance is bliss, right? But now that I know, I have to be accountable to that. I'm aware of it. And that's incredible because when your mind is stretched by new ideas, your faith goes to a whole new level as well. And it will never go back to the small faith that it was before. And for every idea that God puts in your heart and comes on your radar, your faith goes to a whole new expansion journey. It goes to a whole new level. And the more we do that in our life, the bigger our faith gets. It's like a a muscle. It's a spiritual muscle. The more we work out our faith, the more ideas, the more that, that we allow God to speak into our life, the bigger our faith grows and the more we're able to do for God because God moves in the currency of faith. So guys, I want you to be stretched. I want your mind and your spirit and your heart to be stretched by today's episode. I want your faith to be stretched. I want you to be challenged to go to a whole new level in your life because it's so important that we're growing, that we're always growing our faith. We're never stagnant. We never stop. We never kind of get into a place where we settle and say, hey, I've arrived. I'm good. I think I'll just coast through life. No, no, no. We always want to be growing and increasing because God is never done with us. He's always got a new assignment. He's always got a next mission. He's always got something for us to accomplish and something for us to do to make a difference in this world. And it is so important. Here's what I found about growth. We don't go to our destiny as though it's waiting somewhere for us. We grow into our destiny day by day by applying ourselves to the things that God is showing us. And when God shows us an idea, something happens within us if we apply the lessons that he's giving us. That's why I wrote the book, Faithology, 12 Ideas to Rock Your Faith. Those 12 ideas were all taken from things that I experienced in life, mainly through our our two little girls, Zion and Allie. You know, experiencing what, what, what they did or certain situations that happened where God used that to speak to me and say, John, are you paying attention? You see what just happened there? That's something that I'm gonna use to grow your faith. And those 12 ideas came out of life experiences that God showed me. And here's what's awesome, that never ends. God is showing you things every day, or should I say God wants to show you things every day. See, the question is not, is God speaking to us? The question is, are we listening? God is always speaking. He's always trying to reveal his plans and his purposes in our life. The question is, are we tuning in? Are we allowing those things to come into our spiritual awareness? Are we allowing God to take an idea and to drop it in our hearts so that we can do great things? And that means that we got to stay in a mode of growth at all time. You know, not too long ago, our two daughters went to their grandparents to spend the weekend. And their papal, my father-in-law, was doing some crossword puzzles. And he was teaching the girls some of the words because, you know, some of those crossword puzzle words are pretty big, pretty, pretty extensive. And, uh, and he was teaching them the, what, the, what the words meant. And they said, Papa, it's the weekend. We don't learn on the weekend. And this was a great story, you know, that he told us about that. He laughed at it and we laughed at it. But, you know, our girls had in their mind that, hey, schools during the week, Monday through Friday, on the weekend, we are home free. We don't have to learn. We don't have to grow. We can just kind of vegetate and just hang out and do nothing. 
And sometimes in our spiritual life, that's exactly what we do. God is trying to knock on our heart. He is putting ideas in front of us every day. He is putting people and situations in our life. But so many times, we're not focused on it because we're so busy with life and bills and schedules and work and tasks and projects and all these things that come at us that we miss these opportunities to grow because God is always teaching us. And I want to challenge us to not be like that that school mentality of, hey, I'll wait for later. I'll wait till Monday. Right now, I just want to kind of tune out. Life is crazy. I just, I can't take anymore. No, no, no. We've got to stay in a growth mode because when we stay in a growth mode, God stays in a growth mode. That means that we are receiving what he is throwing at us. We are wanting to grow and God is wanting to grow us. And those things come together and they converge into this really, really cool place of revelation where God shows us incredible things. So how do we get ideas? How do we stay in this attitude of, of, of growth and learning so that God can always be speaking to us, revealing things to us? You know, the Bible gives us this really cool formula about faith, where faith comes from. Where do these ideas come from? How do we get the ideas for our faith to go to a new level? So check out what Romans 10, 17 says. This is awesome. It says, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Think about that for a minute. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So where does faith come? Let's just stop right there. The Bible says, so then faith comes comes. Let's just stop. Now we've got to understand something that that faith comes to us. It's not something that just magically appears like one day we wake up and all of a sudden we have all kinds of great faith. Or one day we wake up and we go, oh my gosh, hallelujah, I am overwhelmed with my faith and God's speaking and I am just tuned in and we are just doing great things every day, every moment. It rarely happens like that. Because faith is not something that just appears. It's something that God gives us. It's something that comes to us through a certain vessel, through a certain situation, through an idea. It comes to us. It's delivered to us, but we've got to get it. Does that make sense to you guys? Faith comes by hearing. So how does it come to us? It comes through hearing. So God always uses this this ability this idea of being able to hear whatever it is that he's showing us. So how do we get more faith? We hear. And what do we hear? We hear the word of God. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So how do you increase your faith? You get around godly stuff. You literally surround yourself with godly stuff. And the more that you're around that, and the more you're 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 putting yourself in a situation where you are surrounded by godly stuff, I guarantee you, God's going to speak to you. You're going to get revelation. You're going to begin to hear his voice. You're going to get direction on every decision that you need to make in your life because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So let me ask you this. Are you surrounding yourself with godly stuff? That's right. Godly stuff. Because I think a lot of people are surrounding themselves with just sort of stuff. It's not godly stuff, it's just stuff. Here's my acronym for stuff, S-T-U-F-F. This is ungodly stuff, stuff that doesn't matter. Senseless, thoughtless, unnecessary, faithless, fluff. Stuff, right there, S-T-U-F-F. Senseless, thoughtless, unnecessary, faithless, fluff. It's just stuff. 
it really doesn't mean anything. It doesn't have any eternal value. It's no big deal. And so many times we get caught up in that stuff and that's what we're hearing. That's what we're surrounded by. And therefore faith isn't coming out of us. In fact, it's sort of deteriorating our faith. But when we get around the word of God, when we get around godly stuff, S-T-U-F-F, here's what godly stuff is. Spiritual, thoughtful, unending, faith-filled fruit. That's my definition of godly stuff, S-T-U-F-F. Spiritual, thoughtful, unending, faith-filled fruit. And I'm telling you guys, if you want your faith to go to a whole new level, it's not just going to happen overnight automatically. It's going to happen because you are applying yourself to the things of God. You're literally stuffing yourself with God stuff in your life. And that's what this podcast is designed to do. It's to help grow your faith by surrounding you with great content, with great ideas, some great interviews later on that we're going to get into where you're going to get godly stuff in your life. So there's five questions that I want to ask you today. Five things that I want you to ask yourself if you're doing what it takes to be surrounded with godly stuff. Because you've got to be intentional, guys. It doesn't just happen. Just going to church once a week or going to a Bible study every few weeks, listen, that's not going to cut it. Every day, we've got to ask ourselves these five questions, I believe, if we're going to surround ourselves with godly stuff. Five different areas, five questions I want you to ask yourself today. Number one is this. What are you hearing? That's right. What are you hearing? What are you listening to? Are you surrounding yourself with godly stuff by hearing the right kind of stuff? See, every day we're surrounded by the radio, we're surrounded by, you know, conversations, we're surrounded by chatter, whether it's, you know, just strangers or we're shopping and we overhear people talking. I mean, we are we are hearing stuff all day long. It's going in. Even when we don't consciously know it, we are picking up on things. I heard this study just, just a few weeks ago, I looked into this study. It was about foreign language. And, and this, this college did this incredible study where they basically took people that were wanting to learn a foreign language and they just bombarded them with listening to whatever foreign language it was that they wanted to learn, just listening to it over and over and over in their headphones. So take Spanish, for example. My daughter, she's learning Spanish right now, and, and she's learning how to speak it. She's learning how to hear it and all that. And, and just like that, so let's say you wanted to learn Spanish. Well, what they did is, is they took some test subjects, and they just put headphones on them, and they had them just go around 24-7 listening to this foreign language of Spanish. And you know what happened? That after they did that, when they began to introduce them to the words and the meaning of the words, they picked it up so fast because they had been bombarding themselves with this foreign language over and over. Now, they didn't know what the words were when they were just listening to this, what sounded like gibberish. They were just listening to it. They had no idea what was going on. But because they just kept bombarding it in their mind, when they went to learn the word, they picked it up twice as fast as everybody else. I heard this other story. This is incredible. They, they took these test subjects and, and they, they, they had them go to sleep at night. And as they were sleeping, they would have headphones on where they would listen to phrases. They were listening to somebody just talking and saying these phrases over and over in their mind. And what was crazy is that when they would wake up and they would go back and they would test them on certain phrases, people would begin to say, oh, that sounds familiar. I just heard that the other day. 
and they would remember these phrases so much faster than somebody else who was introduced to them just in their conscious mind. So literally, as they slept, their subconscious mind was just getting bombarded with these phrases, and they were actually learning when they slept. Their conscious mind didn't even know what was going on because they were sleeping, but their subconscious mind was learning by hearing these phrases over and over and over. It was an incredible study. So what is that telling us? What does that mean? He's like, John, okay, that's, that's a cool study. So what does that mean? Here's what it means. What you hear is vital. And what you put into your ears is going to make a significant impact in your life, whether you even know it or not. The things that you're listening to are going to make a difference. And I want to challenge you. If you want to surround yourself with godly stuff, I want you to begin to listen to as much content of God kind of stuff that you can. That means I want worship music going on 24-7 whenever you can. Listening to, to pastors and speakers and those that are going to challenge you in your faith. I'm telling you, even if you're not tuning into it 100%, there is something powerful about having it on in the background because you're going to soak it up somehow, some way. That's how our conscious mind works. They literally said in these studies that I was telling you about that neurologically that their brain begins began to develop new tissue based on what they were hearing when they slept and what these people that were listening to foreign languages, they were developing new brain tissue to pick something up that much quicker. So if you want your faith to grow, surround yourself with listening to the right kinds of things that are going to impact your life. You know, the Bible says in Acts in the early church that, that the early church, that these people devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching every day. And so I want to challenge you. You know, you could listen to, to just, you know, kind of music and stuff. And I'm not, there's nothing wrong with that. But I want to challenge you. Listening to, listen to meaningful type stuff. Listen to the worship music that's going to build your spirit. Listen to great teaching that's going to build you up and that's going to build your faith up. So what are you hearing? Number two question I want to ask is this. What are you watching? What are you watching? You know, the eyes are the gateway to the mind, right? And what our eyes focus on is what we tend to go towards. Have you ever noticed that? I mean, I'm notorious for this. When I'm driving, you know, I'm always thinking and I'm always observing and looking around. And and, and I'm, I'm, I'm terrible at this. I'll be driving down the road and I'll look over at a billboard sign to the right or something. And guess what I start doing? You got it. I start veering off towards the billboard. And my wife goes, John! And I go, ah! And I come back to and I realize that whatever I was looking at, I started to drift towards. And we do that spiritually. Whatever we put our focus on with our eyes is what we end up going towards. And that's so important. That's why in the Bible, Job, he, he made a covenant with his eyes, he said, for God. That he would look upon godly things and not look upon the ungodly things because he understood that the eyes were were the window to the mind the gateway to the mind and whatever you put your focus on is what you go towards so i want to challenge you i want to challenge you to get visual and here's what i mean by that the bible says that, that we should take the precepts and the laws of god and we should hang them around our neck put them on our doorsteps put them as signs i'm telling you i i can remember early on with a family that i used to live with and and in the the wife in this family she always had these notes up all over the house of scriptures and things that would remind her of of what god was speaking and sharing and i remember walking around and just seeing these notes all over the house and i thought man that is so cool 
because there's something powerful when we visually put things in front of us. So I want to challenge you. Put visual things in front of you. Get your Bible. Put that next to your bed to be a reminder to, to read that Bible. You know, if there's something you're working towards, you know, if you're, you believe that God wants you to lose some weight and get a little bit healthier in your life, listen, Put a picture up on your, uh, you know, your mirror in your bathroom or something so that every morning you see maybe an older picture of yourself when you were young and thin or something, you know, or you've got some sort of motivational picture up there because what you begin to look at is what you'll begin to fill your mind with. And whatever your mind gets filled with is what we tend to go towards. So begin to get things. If you're believing God for something in your life, you're believing God for a new house, you're believing God for a new car because yours is breaking down, but Maybe you don't have the money right now. Listen, get a picture of a car that you're believing God for and just every morning let it be a reminder to say, God, that's right, I'm just believing you, Father, to provide a car to give us the wisdom and the ability to make this happen. Whatever it is that's going on in your life, make it visual. Get visual things and it'll help grow your faith. Third thing I wanna ask you is this, what are you reading? What are you reading? And and check this out. I love to read. Now, you gotta understand my story. I hated reading. I hated reading growing up. In fact, I got grounded in high school and part of my punishment was to read. That's how bad I hated it. My parents knew it would be torture if I had to read. And so what they made me do is they made me read certain books for school and that, and I just hated it. So I, I didn't want to read at all. It was enough for me to even get into the Bible. But I had a friend right out of high school. I had a friend when I graduated, a mentor, and he kept telling me about this book that he read that changed his life, and I had to read it. And I thought, there is no way I am going to read a book. You've got to be kidding. I've got so much better things to do than this. That's what old people do. They read. No way can I do that. But he kept going on and on. So finally, just to give in, I said, okay, I'll go get the book. Where do I get it? He said, you got to go to a bookstore and get it. And I thought, they have a bookstore for books, for Christian books? Oh my gosh, I didn't even realize that. So anyway, I went to the bookstore. I found the book. It was like 15 bucks. And I thought, oh my gosh, that's like a week's worth of work for me at that time. And I thought, all right. But I bought the book and I went home. I didn't pick it up and it was just sitting there and I felt guilty. And I thought, all right, God, I'm just going to pick up this book so I can tell him that I read it and be done with it and move on with my life. I picked up the book. I read the first chapter, and guys, let me tell you, I grew more in that first chapter than I had the previous four years of my life up to that point. It rocked my world. I couldn't believe how God was speaking to me so much through this book. And and, and I thought, what have I been missing? And that started me on a journey to begin to read. Let me tell you how powerful reading is. Think about this for a minute. God gave us his word in a certain format, and guess what it is? The Bible. And guess what that is? A collection of books. That's what Bible means. So God of the universe decided to speak to us, and guess what he did? He put it all into the written format so that we would read it. That's how much God is into reading, I believe. And if you want your faith to grow, you have got to devote yourself to books, devour books so that you can get teaching and inspiration and insight and scriptures to come to life by hearing these different authors. That's why I wrote the book, Faithology. I wanted a resource for people to be able to read and be challenged and be able to quickly look through a few ideas and just begin to get their faith sparked. 
So I want to challenge you. Be a reader in your life. If I, I believe the fastest way to grow in your faith literally is to read and then apply what you read. Listen, it's not enough just to get information. You've got to get to transformation. That means you've got to apply what you read. So I want to challenge you. Read, 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 read as much as you can. And when you're done reading, read a little bit more, okay? So what are you reading that's going to challenge you and inspire you to grow your faith? Number four question is this. What are you saying? What are you saying? You see, tongue has a lot of power, doesn't it? Proverbs 18, 21, we know this verse. The tongue has the power of life and death. Your words have power. They either have creative power or destructive power. And the way you talk about your situations in life displays the level of your faith. When you are complaining about what's going on in your life, you know what that is? That's just speaking destructive, faithless words that are going to begin to erode your your spiritual muscle. But when you speak life and you speak faith and you speak about the things of God, guess what you're doing? You're building your muscle. You're working it out to get bigger and bigger. So what I want to challenge you is this. Are you getting around people where you have an opportunity to talk about the things of God? I, I got to be honest with you. I'm, I'm, I'm about done with just small chit chat, how's the weather type stuff when I hang out with people. I, I, and I don't mean that to be mean or rude or anything, but I have no desire to sit around and just talk about, hey, uh, the grass looks kind of green. What's the weather going to be tomorrow? Oh, that's cute. So um, what about that game the other day? And I got to be honest with you, and I'm not trying to be super spiritual. I'm just saying I want to have conversations built around faith. And so I want to challenge you. When you get with your friends, your spouse, man, your kids, when you get around people, talk about the things of God. Talk about things that are going to build your faith. The Bible says that iron sharpens iron. So get around other people and begin to talk about the things of God. I want to challenge you on that. When you get together with your friends for breakfast or lunch or just to get together, don't just talk about the game or the weather. Talk about the things of God. And let me challenge you with this. Don't you do all the talking. You do all the asking. Here's what I mean by that. You're not learning when you're answering questions. You're learning when you're asking questions. The proverb says that the fool always talks, but the wise lean in and listen. So I want you to get around your friends and ask questions. When you start a conversation, just say to them, hey, what, 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 what's God been showing you? What's God been speaking in your life? What has God been sharing with you that I need to know? What have you been reading that I need to know? Begin to ask questions and start talking about the things of God. I promise you, your faith will grow to new levels because somebody may share something with you that they learn from God that is exactly what you need in the moment in your journey. So ask questions, talk about God. Last question, the fifth one is this. What are you thinking? What are you thinking in your mind? Because if you want to grow your faith, you better make sure that your mind is thinking about the things of God. Your thoughts can either value or devalue your journey with God. They're either going to add value to it or they're going to devalue it. So I want to challenge you. Get your mind in the right place. Quit thinking about everything that could go wrong. Quit thinking about the negative. Quit thinking about what's not happening and start thinking about what could go right, what God has given you, what, what the things are around you that God has blessed you with. Think about that. Philippians 4.8, we know this. The Bible says, finally, brothers and sisters, 
sisters. Whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent, excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Author James Allen said this, you are today where your thoughts have brought you. You will be tomorrow where your thoughts take you. So I want to challenge you. Make sure that your thoughts are taking you somewhere that God wants you to go, and they're not taking you from God. Too many times we allow our mind just to worry. We allow our mind to get so negative and toxic. We start thinking about all of our fears. We start thinking about what could go wrong. We start having all these worries. It's kind of like, you know, when you're kids go somewhere or your spouse or something and you don't hear from them and, and, and you think, okay, they should have called me by now. What's going on? And what does your mind do? Your mind immediately starts going negative. You start thinking, man, what if something happened? What about this? And we get worried. We get scared. And then we start freaking out. And then they call and we're upset. We say, why didn't you call? And they say, oh, I just got tied up a little bit. I'm good. And, 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 and you know, we're going, why didn't you let me know? And they're going, hey, calm down. I just didn't get around to it, right? This happens because our mind tends to go to the worst places possible. And I want you to change that. I want you to start saying, you know what, God? I'm going to fill up my mind with faithful, positive thoughts that are going to always be on you. Notice in Philippians there, it said, think on all these good things. It never, ever, ever said, hey, every now and then you can just think about something bad or whatever. No, no, no. It always said, think about the good, whatever is honorable and praiseworthy. So I want to challenge you guys, grow your faith, get ideas in your life that God's going to use to impact your life. Guys, listen, thanks for listening to the Faithology Podcast. I hope it added value to you. I hope you share this, let people know about it. We're going to have some great interviews in the future. We're going to have some great content coming up to help grow your faith, to begin to put ideas and interviews and inspiration into you that will help your journey. Guys, thanks for tuning in. Until next time, we will see you. You're awesome. Thank you for listening to the Faithology Podcast. To get more of John's resources, visit his website at www.johnbarrettblog.com.